Hello? Who is this? Moderate to cunt severity is very important to keep track of. If you don't keep track of your moderate to cunt severity, you may not know how pussy you truly could be. Call me. <laughs> Call me. Oh, I, I realized I had my hair up 24-7. Yeah. And at work, during my break at work, I got a haircut. Like, I went somewhere to get a cut. How long um, was your break? It was an hour. At work, I took my hair down, and I was like... My scalp is like kind of like really sensitive right in the spot, the spot where I fucking always had a bun. And it was because I was literally, it was just literally always being pulled. You were Jojo Siwa-ing yourself. Literally Jojo Siwa, giving myself male pattern baldness, like the fuck. I got this Halloween t-shirt at Walmart for $7. I was like, I don't know okay, why merch. they have this, but like work. I also got Not another me, one. Um... Not me buying, like, 57 Zanny shirts and then putting them out on the hooks at Walmart and then just leaving them there. And you know what? No one still bought them, even though they had no <laughs> price tag on them. It's not about the money, money, money. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Forget about the price tag. Yeah, are you ready to talk about this reunion? I'm so ready to talk about this reunion. This reunion had me feeling all types of way in a good way. I mean, I felt very refreshed, rejuvenated, youthful. Serotonin is back. The governor of Alaska, Serotonin. Serotonin. (laughs) She's back. I can still see her. I think this was my favorite reunion episode of anything. And I also just... Mm. It was all right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Stay in the Line, a horror genre podcast hosted and created by me, Tara Card. And every week we talk about something horror genre related. We are almost about to close out our Dragula Season 4 review series. I have been reviewing it with Zanny X. Hello, Zanny. Hello. It is so nice to see you on the digital realms. About to see you um, in a few days. About to see you in a few days, though. Which, we can I'm going to say that at the, I'm going to say that at the top of the episode. If you want to see me and Zanny at an event, uh, Zanny won't stay there after the show because she hates us. Um, I do. So, I despise you. Um, but we will be in Pensacola December 17th at a place called Alga Beer Co. With special guests from this season, star of this episode, <laughs> Coco Kane, baby. Woo! Yay! I'm it, I'm excited to be with both of you. And it's just a good ending of this chapter. Low-key, I was... So today, I, I'm traveling and I'm back home for the viewers. So I'm back at my hometown on the Balaxu. You guys are getting the inside scoop. My parental figures were dropping me off at my hotel because I can't record this at home um, because there's so many, like I, my brother is home and his, his partner's home and then both my parents are there and they have like a million pets and it's very loud. So like you would hear all the... <laughs> We, we get that at your regular home, and there's only a cat with you. So. <laughs> and, a, and a computer chair that I installed backwards. So Work. It's quiet, it's peaceful, but on the way to this this hotel, I was looking out of my window, Hillary Duff style, and I was like, this is the second to last episode. And then I was like, this is it. Like, this is, this is the moment. And then I got really sad, and then I cried a little bit. And then my mom was like, you're 26, you shouldn't be crying. But I'm only 25. I think I'm 25. I'm not going to say anything, because I had to put in my my birth yeah. year 
into a calculator to find out how old I was this Hold year. On. So yeah, I was 1995. You're 26. No, uh, no, 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 no! Don't do this to me. You're oh, it says you are 26 years old. <laughs> Didn't mean to go down this path. I don't want to dread. Yeah, but... you did ruin the moment. Um, but if you want to see Zanny on future episodes, let us know what you want us to talk about because we're not gonna be. I I'm gonna let y'all know we are not talking about no motherfucking drag race. I'm going to let y'all know that the fuck now. I'm not talking about Drag Race on this podcast. Um, Dragula was in the same frame of what I like to talk about, which is horror stuff, and I like drag. Drag Race is not on that spectrum. So we don't always want, specifically me, I don't always want to review a movie. And the I, I do love recording with Zanny. I just don't like the fact that these episodes are filmed at like 1 a.m. because... Dragula, not Dragula, Shudder uploads the video 57 minutes late. They were good in the middle of the season, and then they're just dropping it kind of, I don't know. They're going crazy. But yeah, it's crazy because I try explaining it to people because they're like, oh, what do you want to do on, you know, Tuesday? I'm like, oh, I have to record for the podcast. And they're like, oh, well, when is that going to end? And I'm like, well, we have to like start getting set up at like 10, 1030 or whatever. And then, you know, Shudder will release it anytime. You better better lie to those people. 1030, that is... (laughs) You are lying. <laughs> Do you know how hard it is for me to get everything hooked up? There's a lot of cords. You that I have set to keep up. Track of. You set up after the episode, and you know that bitch. You are lying to these fuckers. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, I tell them that it, to just get even to get in the mental zone. I have to get ready for that, and then they can upload from eleven to twelve, and then it's at least an hour. Sometimes it's an hour and thirty minutes. Sometimes it's an hour and twenty minutes. Whatever. So that's at least another hour. Yeah. And then we normally talk for an hour, and then. Mm-hmm. We're dumb because we both have dissociative minds and we both just like mentally are like, woo, that we talk for 30 minutes beforehand and then we talk for 30 minutes after and then it's four o'clock in the morning and then we both work government jobs at the same place but in different locations and then you have to go and plug in all of this stuff and put it together within two days so we can get it out as quickly as we can. I don't, this is one of those weeks where I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to fucking do it. I don't know how I'm going to do it. It's chaotic and it's fun, but it is chaotic. Yeah. And we're almost to the end, which is the good thing. But then also, I am going to miss talking to you every Tuesday night at Monday night at But you know what the magic thing about this is? Whenever we do a future episode, we can talk when it's like 2 p.m. when we're free and not fucking tired. Yeah, but I sleep. I'm asleep at 2. This is my prime time. I don't wake up till 4 p.m. Like Your this prime time is, is not when you're performing. Oh! That was really rude of you. If you knew how I felt, why would you say that? Let us know what y'all want us to see us to do. Yep. Good English on me. So we start off this episode with a montage of what's going to maybe be said today and then a montage of the season. When do you think they filmed this? Because they they have viewer questions. So it has to be at least maybe in the middle of the season of it airing. And then they Uh, film this. I think this was filmed recently. But they were all, like, in different locations, like, with gigs and shit. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but I don't think it was, like, recently as in, like, this, like, a few days ago. I do think it was probably recorded, like, a couple weeks ago. So a couple weeks ago would be mid-season? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. No, I don't think so. I think it's yes! been recorded recently. A couple weeks ago? Like, two to three? Two to three or four? Give me a number. Well, because, no, because they, oh, wait, hold on. I'm dumb. I'm picking up. I'm a dummy wummy. 
I was like, well, there's no way they recorded it a couple weeks ago because we didn't find out what happened last week until last week. And then they were, but this has been recorded almost a year ago. So you're right. They probably did record it a couple weeks ago. So mid-season. Actually. Let's ask Coco. They definitely did record some of this some point when the season was airing, which is, which, which makes a difference because they see themselves on TV. So they just kind of jump in and they're like, welcome to the reunion episode, which is gag worthy because we all were like, who's going home? Who's staying? Are we going to pick up on that? We just didn't ignore it. So I wrote down, I was like, we're really going into this. Um, And then shortly after they're like, at the end of this episode, we will let you know what the T is. Who's going to be to the top three. Yeah. Yeah. So they definitely didn't like leave us. They left the the cliffhanger, but they knew the cliff was coming. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, or however you mentally, like, say that. I don't know if I said that correctly. I but... still wish we got, like, a little scene of them, like, at the end, where it's, like, them stabbing the dolls, but really they just, like, cut pies for everyone. <laughs> the great thing about this episode is we didn't have to screen grab anyone's fucking outfit, so... Ugh, what uh, but stressful. my standout at, uh, outfit, because not really too many... First of all, Boulay Brothers, they looked really good. I yeah. love their outfit. That was a really good outfit. And we got pumps that they uh, kicked off... Um, later in the episode. Are you wearing shoes right now? No. But I'm not going to show my feet because that's a Patreon exclusive. No, don't give up this! <laughs> it's a it's a phone. Zanny's li- Zanny can't put their foot behind their head. Yes, I can. I've done it before. When I was a smaller child. Now you're big. <gasps> you're big. Oh. You're, bitch, you're like 6'2". I'm 6'4". Are you really? Yeah. Tall lady. Okay, um, but standout looks, Boulay Brothers look good. Coco Kane. The nails? The nails. The nails. Coco the- had one hand with nails on it, and they were like, I don't know, nine feet long with like yeah. pearl stone on them. Coco looked so good, especially their hair, and Coco was the star of this reunion. Coco let them have it. Coco, um... I'm not saying that because she's coming here on Friday, or they're coming here on Friday. <laughs> like, literally, Coco left the, was the star of this episode. I was so, like, mentally proud of them, because they're normally, like, a very... I mean, we, we saw it the entire season. They're, yeah, they're very to themselves. Back, and they're normally quiet, and, like, to themselves, and they absorb, but tonight, they were, like... Fact check, fact check, statement, statement, holding people accountable, um, calling people out, correcting people when they speak out, defending people. Like, Coco was in it, and I don't know if that was, I don't, I just don't know if they, like, maybe found themselves or what, but I was so proud of them to watch, and they made the entire reunion episode. 10 out of 10, you know. This was the Coco Kane show. This was the Coco Kane. Coco Kane was the winner of this challenge. Yeah. The the Blaze were like, you are hired, girl, because the way that you have spoken to us this episode is it. They were like, you just take it. Yeah. And they really did, like, Coco did leave a bit early on this season. And I think they stole the show last episode. And I think they stole the show this episode, too. And they, they even said to Coco during this reunion that, Coco was the breakout star of this season. Mm -hmm. They are just, like, very good on the camera without being extra for the camera, like some people. Good to see, like, the small person, you know, from, like, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Full transparency, like, Coco did not go into this, you know, from an outside perspective, did not go into this with Buku money and all these crazy customs. Like, they made everything themselves, and they have worked hard, and they worked from scrap, and, like, they come from a community that isn't really supportive of the Dragula kind of scene. Yeah. So, like, to come from that and, like, to be such a well-liked person 
and to have such a good storyline on a show like this is so inspirational to yeah. like the people who are like oh no like i can't do that because i don't have money or because i'm not as as sickening as insert you know person or insert person like they they were offered a starter pack that was small and they may have made something so grand from it i'm just very proud but yes let's get into this episode okay actually i i think this would be a good way to break down this episode is to list like our top like kind of moments of this reunion so one of my favorite parts is coco is really like not to hark on this but like it was mary and betty are talking about sigourney or i don't know there's so many times where people are talking about sigourney i think mary was definitely saying some things about sigourney and then coco like started to defend them and then zavaleta at one point is like in an argument with coco it was really weird where they're like butting heads but they i don't know no no i wrote it down i wrote it down i caught up they asked what your first impressions were and Sigourney mentioned that she felt targeted from the very beginning and, like, felt like people weren't really friendly to her. And either Mary or Zavaleta kind of piped up and was like, well, you didn't respond to us when we were doing this. And Coco literally said to them, eh, we're not obligated to respond to you guys. Yeah. And, like, when you're acting out, we're not obligated to get involved. And then Zavaleta was like, um, okay, well, then why don't you, like, be a sister then? Like, we're trying to be sisters. Why are y'all trying to separate yourself? And then... Coco was like, well, maybe if y'all were trying to be sisters, we could be sisters, but instead you guys were trying to be dramatic. And then yeah. um, also was like, and we're not obligated to be sisters with you. Like, we're here for $100,000. So, like, Coco was like, don't even try to twist that narrative. Like, yeah. y'all were already being a type of way, and because this person chose not to get absorbed in it, like, you push them out. And they get, like, into it. Betty, of all people who know Sigourney before this whole season, was like, you just have, like, a wall. And then... Zava actually defends Sigourney. It's like, you guys are not trying to get to know her. Like, if you get to know her, you like her. Astrid, who I forget was even at this reunion. (laughs) Astrid was like, well, you told me when you first met me that you didn't like me. And then Sigourney was like, yeah, I said that. And then I was like, but the whole thing that's funny is because Sigourney was like, y'all didn't like me for no reason. When Foley was like, yeah, I didn't like you, Astrid, for no reason. Yeah. (laughs) Also, what killed me is when uh, Coco was like, y'all being messy. And Mary was like, you're messy. And Coco said, I'll take it. What did they say? Coco said, I'll be that. Sure. Whatever. Like, without even, they were like, I'll be messy. That's fine. Put that on me. Coco was very fast this episode. Very quick. Zavaleta was like, didn't you put on a show, like, to Sigourney? Like, were you not here, like, literally putting on a show, whatever, like, versus trying to get to know us? And Coco was like, did you not do that episode one? Another thing I liked was the Boule brothers reassuring everybody. Anytime, like, Jade was like... Because Jade talks about their bipolar disorder, and they were very genuine with apologizing to Mary and Betty about... I don't know. It was kind of confusing. Something that happened off camera, everyone is still kind of confused about it. The Boule brothers, after when someone's, like, giving their heartfelt... Like, whether it's Jade talking about bipolar disorder... Whether it's Astrid talking about their anxiety moment thing about going to therapy, the Boulay brothers were actually like pretty reassuring to them this whole episode to be like, you know what, your feelings are valid, but I also want you to know that you you were casted because you're amazing and yeah. you're very talented. No one here was typecasted because they would be, you know, a certain thing for TV. Like it was mainly because of their talent. So. 
Um, I did like the the Boule brothers doing that the whole yeah. episode with everybody. They really complimented almost everybody except for Formaldehyde shoes because like yeah. bitch, what were you thinking? <laughs> you know, Formaldehyde was lying to these people when they were like, "I'm a big fan of the show." I know. If you were a big fan, you would know not to wear those shoes. Formaldehyde was like, "They broke when I was coming here," and someone was like, "Bitch, did you walk?" Dolly, here? Dolly was like, "Did you walk, bitch?" <laughs> I wrote like it was very nice to, and all these shows, these people are you know, definitely put on this pedestal and they're they're this platform. And a lot of times, you know, like when they're on this platform, you don't get to like see them as people anymore because they are these role models. And this was like the first time, because they did this thing and at first I was like, this is not cute. But like, they would be like, we're going to cut to commercial. And since this is on Shutter, there are no yeah, commercials. Yeah, I was like... It just cuts to them still talking, but like they're not, it's not scripted or kind of organized. It's very casual. Mm-hmm. And at first I was like, this is so dumb. But then I was like, we are like seeing like the fourth wall of like, the boulets and like the cast and just like the casting people and like the staff around them mm-hmm. and i was like this is actually very like like wholesome to watch and get to witness like them their their normal selves and like yeah. the boulets were so like funny like said, supportive and funny and like interactive and that's something that like not even comparing to like other drag shows but like just other competition shows you don't ever see that from the host or from the person who's like really putting it on it's normally very like all right we're breaking i'm leaving you know we'll be back when camera's ready and that's on any movie television show reality show whatever so this is like the first time that like it very much so was like okay we're all on the same level we're all making jokes together we're all having a good time so it's very reassuring to see that energy and like to see them talk about the exterminations and be like that was really tough like that must have been so hard like you know like very down to earth wholesome moment yeah very down to earth and it made me appreciate this platform and the show and the boulets so much more than i did prior to this like it was a very eye-opening experience not saying i didn't like them before but like this just was very i was like wow yeah they're like so human another thing that like you you notice in those like when they're cutting to the breaks is they don't think they're being filmed so they are just like casually talking and like sigourney is talking with coco and coco is like i told you i would have your back i'm not gonna let them talk like and i was like oh i like that i don't like yeah the only part that was weird was like like there's they were still sitting in the exact same predicament and, like, they were talking about the other, like, they were talking about Mary, and Mary was talking about Sigourney and Coco, which, like, if I was in that situation, and I was in there being, like, yeah, I can't believe they said that, and, like, you were on the other side of the room being, like, Danny, I can do that, bitch, I would have been, like, excuse you, like, uh, I, But to them, uh, the cameras aren't, they didn't know the cameras were rolling, so they're, like, bitch, let's have the cameras on before we're gonna blow up, you know what I mean? No, I'm saying, like, even, like, even if I knew the cameras weren't rolling, if I heard you say my name, I would have been, like, what are you saying, though? Oh, no, like, I, I would, I would. Nothing you say matters. Nothing you say matters unless that camera <laughs> is rolling. Are rolling. I'm trying to, like, censor this. I just didn't think that I would be emotionally attached to a scenario. But, like, watching Jade, I guess, like, open up about their bipolar disorder and, like, owning it was so, like, powerful and stuff. Because most people, like, they either don't have the confidence to speak about it or they, like, make a bunch of excuses or they allow that to be their excuse and they don't, like, let it come down and they don't really have a lot of ownership. And, like, as someone who, like has recently been like diagnosed like OCD and like ADHD and like kind of unpacking those things as like an adult and like they're 26 years around this planet. It was really nice to like see someone be like, yeah, like I made a mistake and this is like a mental disorder that I have. And like, it's normal. And like, I'm not weird and like, I'm not dumb and I'm not stupid. Like I'm human. And like, I let it ruin my friendships and like, I need to take accountability for myself and like, I'm growing and like, I'm being better as a human. And like, these are things that I wish I could have done. And like to be so transparent and open about it, and, like, for the other people to be so receiving 
was like mind blowing because everyone I think has that fear where they're like, no one's going to want to talk to me when they find out that I have this. No one wants to be around me because everyone has these preconceived thoughts. But like everyone was like, had you have said this, we would have definitely. Yeah. They were like with, with Jade, they were like, Oh, that totally makes sense with a lot yeah. of stuff. And like, you got to see like uh bitter Betty, like as soon as Jade was like, I've struggled with bipolar disorder. Like I definitely thought I had unpacked it well, but I did not like you saw Betty, like literally like process it. And be like, oh, and like all of a sudden her wheels clicked. And then like that moment of just like two people who were so close who then fell apart, who then were able to understand each other over like the conversation of mental health and mental awareness was so like beautiful that I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be crying. So 10 out of 10, I was so thankful for that. And I think that that was so important for them to show. And even like you said, the boulets were like, you know, like you're beating up yourself up and you think people are going to view you differently and people are going to hate you for this. But like you have opened up a conversation that people are going to now see. And like I was watching that literally be like, yeah, I really did. I really did open up the door. You know, like I was. Hey, I said the same thing because like when Jade lost her cat, like I lost <laughs> my cat. <laughs> when they left, I know that this is not on this. I know that it was not it. But like when they were like, uh, Mary and Sigourney, you both lost somebody. What is it like being on the show? Which is that's a whole moment just to like unpack that they both have lost loved members before doing the show. And that is so weird. And I could never do that. But in my mind, I was like, Jade lost their cat, you know, <laughs> but they got it. They got it like right before the show. Yeah. Jade's was different because she got it like the week she was eliminated. And yeah, it was a Jade cat. Uh, my cat is my everything. Okay. Your cat compared to your mother. Damn, your mom listens to the podcast. I'm fucking <laughs> no, letting doesn't. her know. My mom doesn't know how to listen to a podcast. Wow, um, so she are you saying women are dumb? Wow. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> Zanny, wow. We're gonna fucking cancel you, bitch. You said delete, delete, delete. This was very much like a... While there were still good like arguments this episode, there was also good rehashing Wholesome. of things. Like yeah. Coco and Mary. Coco was very upfront about how they were feeling and you know coco was like you know you remind me of like someone i would like like a family member i have doesn't mean that i like necessarily hate you but you do have some things like qualities or characteristics yeah. that are off-putting they and said we even... get the same cookout but we would not sit at the same table so zanny's gonna take us to a commercial break but she's just like so fun and creative that she's just you know speechless at the moment <laughs> No, because, like, in the in the episode, the reunion, they, the boulets were like, we're going to cut to commercial break. And then they just sunk into their chairs and sat there. And look was, at us now. Not was, booked. Not booked and sitting in our chairs. Not, don't say not booked, sis. I'm in the middle of... It's 2 a.m. We are not booked and blessed. <laughs> I feel pretty blessed right now. Not going to lie, Mimi. Hey Tara. Uh, Hi. How, how, how are, are you? you? I'm I'm doing good. How are you? I'm tired, but I'm still breathing. Just keep breathing. Nope. 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 Can't do That's, that. Yeah, you're right. I don't. Okay. Um, d- what do you want to do right now? Um, I wanna like do something random, like eat a banana. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I guess we'll like finish up. Like, yeah, we'll finish up the podcast. Oh my god, it's so bad. It's this so is bad. the real Mackenzie. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna do something so dirty. I'm gonna make mashed potatoes. I'm gonna. Oh. 
<laughs> I'm gonna go to bed after this. Oh my god! What's the bad? What's the bad? Don't tell my I'm gonna, mom. I'm gonna fucking. I'm gonna fucking light you up, bitch. Okay, I'm gonna to... fucking light you. Very kind response. You're so random. I'm gonna fucking blow this flame in. I bet you won't do it. No, I'm not gonna do it. It's gonna fucking explode. Mm, whatever. For those who did not see that, I picked up a got to be glue <laughs> uh, spray can and then a lighter, <laughs> like I was gonna torch this bitch. Hold on, wait. we're so we're so. Oh, and we're reviewing Dragula episode nine. Oh yeah, welcome back the from reunion. commercial break. <laughs> we're so we're so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, we're so crazy. What if I'm just like... <laughs> I'm not gonna do it, I'm not gonna do it. What we're, we're so crazy, like... No. <laughs> this is a pen, this is a pen. Yes, it's a pen, it's a pen. We're not gonna do uh, anything crazy. Yeah. And even Mary and Sigourney squash a little bit of their beef as just, like, misunderstandings in a way. I think they just watch themselves on TV and they're like, oh, okay. Yeah, I think that Mary especially has kind of gone home and been like... Hmm. But then also, like, we're kind of unpacking the amount of confusion and misconversations and, like, miscommunications that happened the entire season. Yeah. That had, like, one person have been like, hey. Um, but I'll, as we saw, it was not easy to say those things because a lot of people were so aggressively, like, in their moment. But mm-hmm. I don't think you could sit down and be like, hey, this is It was confusing. But there were a lot of times that we got to see them be like, oh, that is not how I intended that moment to be. And there was a lot of, I'm sorry you took it that way. That was not my intention. And that was something that I also was, like, taking mention of where I was like, I'm really proud of the way that they are all kind of handling these moments. Because no one was like, well, I'm sorry you felt that way. Or, like, well, I'm sorry. that Like, everyone was kind of like, well, I'm sorry that I... Well, except for Hoso at the end. Well, yeah, Hoso at the end was like, I'm sorry that you... Or this is what I meant. I'm sorry you took it differently. But everyone kind of took responsibility for their wording and, like, their, their reasonings and kind of explained and justified. And I thought that was a really good moment. Yeah, for the most part, they did. My favorite moments, actually, was the Boulay brothers asked them, who would like to come back? And everybody raises their hand except for Saint, which is what I would have done. Because Saint was like, I've done this three times now, and I want this fucking crown. Three times back to back to back. You know, like, no break. The moral of the story is, if... I want to win this thing. I'm not going to raise my hand saying I'm going to come back. No, yeah. I'm about to win this bitch, which is why Saint was the smart one to be like, I'm not raising my hand because I want to win this crown. I'm not coming back again because that's that's meaning I'm going to lose. Me coming yeah. back means I, I think I'm going to lose. I'm going to come back. And we did see that because like, I saw Sigourney kind of like look around and be like, uh and like that's kind of the energy that i think because everyone was like you're not being yourself you're not just leading with your own and like sigourney kind of snaps back and people are like this is what we wanted all season like woo which like i'm not a fan of that because like you shouldn't have to have an aggressive response from someone for them to be valid and heard and seen so i was like that's not it like y'all like whatever but like we did see sigourney kind of like hesitantly like raise their hand and follow the crowd and i think that's where the energy where a lot of people were like you're not making your decisions for you you're just doing what you think people want you to do I don't think Sigourney wanted to raise their hand either. I think Sigourney was also like, no, I'm going to win this. You know? I don't know. I think they had their doubts. And Dolly Dolly had no issue raising their hand too. Dolly was, was like, like, put me in if I mess up again. I think I just might. <laughs> I could not. If I had done it, like, if I had done my season, a resurrection season, and their season, the only way I would come back is if I won and they did, like, a huge winner thing. Or if it was, like, something else that was, like, 
a mentorship or just like they, they, they did a different layer, you know, a different onion layer. I liked being able to like have a few extra insights on what happened the rock episode wasn't only my favorite episode but like it was nice to kind of see some things that it did put things into perspective where like like i had no idea that they left the studio to go get fabric i had no idea that was even a thing here like Sigourney oh they like, yeah, fully like, were like walking around yeah and so like for them to be like yeah like i went to the you know the fabric store and got joanne's I, I didn't ask censor censored and it was nice to hear like Mary kind of be like, well, this is why this wasn't fair for me. Um, and Sigourney t- clap back 10 out of 10, really proud of them for saying this. They were like, it's not my fault that people perceived something differently because Mary was like, they're plotting against me. Like she's, she's trying to make sure everyone, you know, hates me when the episode came out. And Sigourney was like, I said nothing. Like I went to the fabric store alone and I got fabric because I wanted to be safe and make sure we had enough stuff. I cannot tell you what other people thought or what other people said. Like, that's not up to me. Yeah. Um. So, I, like, the I don't know. Just that was a good moment. I also, like, really appreciated they were, like, talking about... Not even, like, I really appreciated it and my mind went numb. Oh, Sigourney and Mary, what they both went through uh, before they got on the show. Which, we know, we, like, lightly touched bases on that. But, like, for them to kind of unpack that and for the boys to be like, I don't even know how you guys did that. And to hear, like, Sigourney's passion and for Sigourney to be like... Yeah, like, you can't really say no to that. And just to see the emotional effect that it had on them and, like, to see what they both went through. I don't even know Mary went through something like that either. I don't know if I just, like, blocked it out or we didn't discuss it. But like, No, they did because Mary brought it up during the cauldron before. Oh, that's right. Mary was like, we, uh, we both... Oh, we didn't bond over people. our dead relatives? And I was like, yeah. oh, we're just bringing that up right now. Well, I was like, uh, this is weird. Um, I don't understand this. But that, like, to just hear that, it was just kind of wholesome to see everyone kind of like bonding and discussing things and like kind of coming together um an awkward moment was when hoso tried i think they were trying to bring up that conversation between that was so Sigourney. awkward it was so awkward it was not like it was there was no ounce of like we were on different wavelengths i'm sorry like i said some things yeah just to preface the boule brothers basically go does anyone else have anything else to say and then you know mary makes a joke and then hoso's like actually you said that I'm immature and I I'm amazing, and I never said anything to put you down. And then yeah, Sigourney's well, like, "Really, bitch? Because you started the conversation." Yeah, it was very. Um, I want to clarify. You said I'm immature and that I'm too young and like I'm not a professional. Like everything I do is professional because I almost died. Like it was that energy, and it was like defending their existence. And Sigourney literally was like, "I'm not coming for you or your drag." Or anything. Like, I'm literally just saying that, like, backstage, you're messy. And we had to say a name. So I said your name. And I said it was immature. Like, I didn't say anything else. But you said, like, my... Like, I don't have the Dragula blood in me. And then Hosa was like, I said more than anyone else. And Sigourney was like, you did not say that. You said, in me. And then Hosa was like, well, I'm sorry. That's not what I had meant to have said. This is what I meant to say. So, hmm. Like, it wasn't like, oh, I didn't mean to say it like that. Like, let me be a little bit more humble and, like, a little bit, you know, responsive and absorbent to the situation. It was very defensive and, like, not absorbent. So that moment, I was just kind of like, come on, Hoso. Like, you are so close. Yeah. I I mean, I I low-key kind of lived. I was like, Sigourney is, was like, I think it's funny that you are saying this, saying that I called your name out when you started the conversation and then brought my name into it, saying that I wasn't, I shouldn't make the top three. So 
Like, don't be like, you know, don't, don't, don't be in your feelings when someone gives you the same response you give them, you know? That. Um, Which, like, you know, I think Hoso has done a lot, especially with their story. It's very important. The, the story that they had brought up about going through chemo, trying to immortalize their drag, which is cool. That. But, like, that also had nothing to do with... Well, that. And, like, that's a really good story, but, like, don't weaponize that. Like, let that be your moment and let that speak it into existence and be proudful of that and, like, let it be a chapter and let people know it. But, like, do not hold it against another person and use it as a justification to something like don't do that that's one of my biggest pet peeves in life everyone's just sitting down they're like we're gonna announce our top four we're just kicking back having a good kiki uh (laughs) dolly dolly you're in the top four uh congrats to dolly for making top four which dolly was like gagged and was like you know like oh my god thank you this means so much to me and i was like linda you knew last week yeah like, they literally were like, you won, you're moving on, you know? So when they acted so shocked and, like... But, gooped. to be fair, like, the Boulay brothers, they they really do gag the people. Yeah, they do. They, they were not living for Eva in, like, the last episode. And they were like, okay, bye, Eva Destruction. Then Sigourney also makes it into the next round. And now it's just Saint and Hoso. And they're like, Saint, congratulations, you make it. And it's this moment of, like, Sigourney congratulating them. And Hoso is just... Hoso is so mad. Hoso is just like like sitting still, not moving at all. Like physically looks very upset, like they're about to cry. But then Drac goes, "I'm sorry, but you're gonna continue on into the top four. <laughs> and then Hoso gives the most <laughs> ugliest cry. Yeah, and then goes, "Fuck you." Yeah. <laughs> I it sent me. Um, we find out that it's the same thing. It's the three looks, filth, horror, glam, and they're gonna um, lip sync for the crown, honey. Honey, I'm very excited. I am happy. I'm excited. I'm ambivalent. I don't know what that word means. Like uh, I have mixed emotions. Yeah, I'm. I don't know. I'm. I'm very. I'm happy, and I'm. Ex- I'm happy and I'm excited. This really could be anyone's game. It depends on how they deliver. I mean, Sigourney will probably nail down Glamour. So for those who have not watched the show, there's three categories that they do look for. Filth, horror, and Glamour. I suspect that Sigourney will nail down Glamour as well as Saint. For I can see that as well. I think that Dolly for sure will do... Um filth really well kind of questionable to see how um everyone else and sigourney will do hosa i think can do filth pretty well i think hosa will deliver horror you know top tier and dolly will kind of deliver horror as well what i'm worried about is because because dolly is so like their drag is very one level um that the boulets are gonna be like this is not you know this is not three separate things that's why i don't think they're gonna win yeah, I don't think, and then Saint, I think it's, they're going to be like, you're not, you're not giving, like, you're giving us three separate things, but they're not three separate things to the caliber that they need to be. So I honestly think it's going to be between Hoso or Sigourney. Um, I have a question. I have an answer. So they filmed this season early 2021, right? They did the reunion mm-hmm. where they find out who the top four are, which was recently when they filmed it so that means they recently filmed the finale so we don't know who's gonna win but that actually gives them a chance for like saint to watch themselves on tv and be like okay okay i'm, oh, I'm getting 
I think this like they're able to see themselves on TV. So hopefully, Saint will give a little bit more um, to the performance. But I don't see Dolly winning. Yeah, which <laughs> that I wasn't supposed like, to come out shady. But oh, I see how God. much they, it means to them. But like, it honestly means so much to everyone. You know, Saint already won Resurrection. They've already got their title. They've already got something that is so independently. That's a that's a hard thing to win. Like against other people. You get to win against other really high-end drag people from this. Wow! This so everyone platform. on this season's a, pa- a pile of shit. No, what I'm, sa- what I'm saying, everyone is shit. Everyone on this season is a pile of shit. No, uh, what I'm saying is like they, you won against like you came out of the literally came out of the season and immediately went into resurrection. All these other people have toured, have made connections, have reached out to these other people, have these resources to where they could really craft themselves and be like, hey, I need this from, you know, whatever, you know, da 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 da. And they have that name attached to them, uh, where Saint really didn't have the time to, to dive into that. And so they won on Resurrection. That's a huge thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think Saint didn't have the time. I just don't think they were given the same opportunities that some of their cast members were given on season three. Well, okay, that. In my humble opinion. Well, that. Well, for Resurrection, not season three racism that's what i think but but yeah so there's there's so many things that they won and they beat everyone so that's a huge thing and then for them to have such a good like made it to the top you're good for hoso even like i don't know like this is the first time that you've kind of been experienced to this world that you've gotten to experience just like the life outside of um where are they from again what is the name of the place south korea yeah like you get to literally see a whole different world that I don't think, you know, you were going to be able to see, like your platform has just exploded. Um, and then Sigourney, like the, you know, female representation, like you're doing phenomenal as well. Like this is, you really put like, you really stood for yourself. You really stood your ground. You defended yourself. You were, to me, were given one of the toughest emotional journeys um, this season. Any of them have had um, because of the amount of just like weird energy they got from everyone. And they still, perceived you know persevered and still made it to the top and grieving yeah and grieving so they all kind of like i think have gained what they need to gain from this but i really it could anyone could win i don't know who i would want to win i would want i think i would want sigourney to win with how much i emotionally like um connected to them last episode i think saint will win if sigourney actually pulls out horror yeah, Bill, they could win. I don't think Dolly will win. And then Hoso, if they can pull out Glamour, they may. Win. I think Hoso could one hundred percent win, and I think Sigourney could. I'm. I don't think. I don't know the filth and the horror thing. Skeptical. I'm putting, I'm putting my bets on Saint or Hoso. Yeah, I think that it would be like I would want Sigourney. I think it's between Hoso or Saint. <laughs> Bitch, we're all gonna. It's gonna be Dolly. We're all gonna look like idiots in a week, <laughs> and we're gonna be like forever ago when we were doing this because now we can, we can review ourselves. Um. When we were doing this, I was like, when they had to do that challenge, they had to eat the garlic and they had to drink the blood. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's not even that big of a deal. Whatever. Um, but then I thought about it later on. Like, they can't give you, like, raw blood. So that's, like, blood that they've cooked and let sit there for a moment. And it's not – it's room temperature. I was just thinking about that when they re-mentioned it. I was like, that is that is very foul, actually. This bussy is raw temperature. This bussy is the Who raw. wants a nibble? Lukewarm. This Ooh. pussy is lukewarm. All right, now Zanny, where can we find you? Do not follow me up with that. You can find me on Instagram at zanny.ex. You can find me. Do you think you're funny? My name is Tara Card, and I'm less than Zanny. Oh, I'm so glad you said so that. So you you think I'm skinnier than you? Thank <laughs> you so much, Queen. 
Почему you girls? Почему you No, um, you can find me on Instagram as Annie.ex. You can find me on Twitter as Annie X. You can find me on Facebook as Annie X. You can find me on most platforms under Terra Card. That's T E R R A H C A R D. And you can find this podcast on Instagram at Stay on the Line Podcast, Facebook at Stay on the Line, Instagram at, or no, Twitter at Stay on the Line TC, on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Stay on the Line, where we have bonus content, the video addition to the podcast, and other uh, vlogs, like sewing vlogs. If you want to learn how to sew, I can show you some pointers on there of like some creations that I make. And also, also what? Never mind. I'm just gonna stay. Never mind. No, plug your photography. I was not about to plug my photography. Um, I was gonna say before we wrap up, we should do a shout out to Avery. Um, Who the fuck is Avery? Uh, the screenshot I sent you. Um, so f- to, while we were waiting for Dragula, the what screenshot to go up as we were waiting for whatever people decided for the first time, which I thought this was so funny to use the review board as a comment section. So everyone was like commenting dumb stuff. Literally people were like, Coco came for resurrection to OMG. Who did this? Do you mean, um, do you mean today? Yeah. Today people have been doing that since episode one. Okay. Well today it blew up. And, Who the fuck is Avery? Well, let me get to it. So today it blew up and people were like, I love how the boulets uh, really knock it out of the park with casting 10 out of 10 phenomenal. And, like, all these great things praising the show. And then someone literally goes, Avery, if you're seeing this, please text me back. I'm sorry I slept with your brother. I want to see the kids. Please, you can't keep them from me. <laughs> but, yes, also I'm doing photography, which, little humble flex, um, I've been networking with a really famous drag photographer. And they said Magnus that they loved- Hastings. No. And they said that they loved oh. my work. And they see themselves in my work. And they also that they would love to work with me. And they would love to do some things and potentially see me do some photography with them with some potential runway um reveal moments coming up so fine subscribe to my patreon i need it just like send us money no just subscribe to the patreon honestly we're at 22 subs which is great 22 subs on patreon that's crazy Mm, um i do love subs i don't know what my next goal will be maybe like 30 subs by march i don't know is that too crazy? 30 subs by March? 60 subs by March. Nope. That's too high. Hmm. Too high. Have you tried posting butthole Oh. My butthole, I use a steamer on, so I don't have any wrinkles in it. That's going to be my uh, Real Housewives opening <laughs> line. My butthole has no wrinkles on it. My butthole has no wrinkles on it. All right. Well, until next time, I'm Tara Card. And I'm Zanny X. And make sure you stay on the line. On the line. Bye. Oh, Bye. Bye.